Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and uh, the weekend is here. Apparently, it's St. Patrick's Day, a day I could give very few cares about. I would use another word, but we are on the radio. I really, <laughs> it means nothing to me. Um, it, it really means nothing to me. But recipes to Bobby Caldwell. Uh, St. Patrick's Day is yeah, white people, man. and Bobby Caldwell is a white man who had an amazing voice, and who I, you know, I have a story about because I learned something about Bobby Caldwell this week in his passing, and so uh, that will be in my things I learned this week segment that we have a little later on. Nails, what you got going on, man? R.I.P. to Bobby Caldwell. He's actually the first person that's in my Blue Eyes Soul playlist whenever I'm here at the crib chilling, playing Blue Eyes Soul. But <laughs> St. Patrick's Day, how you said a day you don't really care about. This is the only day of the year where people, white people, be like, "Yo, pinch me if." I'm not wearing any green, black people wish you would pinch us on this day. <laughs> right. Right. I dare you. I dare you. What we got going on for some black year news? Well, the Wall Street Journal and Tucker Carlson, their shenanigans are continuing. They suggest that this bank collapse is because of not greed, but something different. And it'll infuriate you when you hear it later this hour. Yep. Well, you pretty much know anytime Tucker Carlson's name is involved in anything, it's going to infuriate you. And then you add the Wall Street Journal to it and you're like, oh, wow, y'all too. So double infuriation. What else we got going on? Death Row Records, West Side. <laughs> the entire music catalog is back on streaming services and De La Souls too. Yes, yes, y'all. And we're going to talk about it and why it is important because I think a lot of people don't realize what that means and what records are back in the mix that they may not have been having access to. Also, uh, a Republican guest short-circuited when she was asked to define the word woke. Yeah, it is the best example of Shaden Freud I've seen in a long time. You're going to love how uncomfortable she is. And, you know, you might even feel uncomfortable at how happy and joyful you are at watching how uncomfortable she is but it really is actually really you know don't get me wrong it's funny to watch but then it also lets you know just like wow like these folks is really out here running around using a word weaponizing it and then don't even have the ability to define it in a way that they feel comfortable with because the reality is, is that she don't want to say what it really means in her mind yep because mm-hmm. she was talking to a sister uh, we're also going to talk about uh, relationships. A woman walked out on a date who refused to pay $3 for the slice of cheese on his burger. So stick around for that. We got more for you right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Don't forget, you can call us up 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and this is our time to get into some news. It's not just going to be accurate. It's going to be blackurate. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Wall Street Journal and Tucker Carlson, they have suggested that the Silicon Valley Bank collapse is because they were distracted by diversity, meaning the Silicon Valley Bank. Now, don't get me wrong. Um, there's very clearly a lot of reasons why the Silicon Valley Bank collapsed. I mean, one of them is probably the fact that on the day before the collapse, they gave out bonuses to the members of their bank. And they do this every two weeks. But you would think that since it's already going under that they would have stopped. But no, 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 no. They decided to do it anyway. Well, there's also the fact that Tucker Carlson, he's always going to say silly stuff, right? He's always going to say some incendiary, inflammatory BS. We know that. But the Wall Street Journal, I mean, I, I, I think that 
for the most part, I've always assumed them to be a bit more on par with their journalism, but to have them join in with this thought process is really crazy. This guy, Kessler, says the board is made up of 45% women along with one black, one LGBTQ and two veterans. He goes on to say, I'm not saying 12 white men would have made would have avoided this mess, but the company may have been distracted by diversity demands. I hope that they have Obamacare or some really effective health plan at the Wall Street Journal because he had to have dislocated his arm with that reach. Okay, (laughs) that is beyond my scope of comprehension. Like, how do you even you the level of craziness and of cognitive dissonance and of just racist that you have to be to somehow associate a bank collapse with diversity hire. Mm -hmm. But this is. Once again, an example of this idea about replacement theory that we see keep happening. I cannot stress to you enough that this is the exact same rhetoric that Hitler was using in Nazi Germany. Mm. This is the exact same rhetoric that Jewish people are replacing the pure Germans and keeping them from being able to get to their level of excellence. And when you convince enough people of that based on their ignorance, based on their insecurity, based on their, uh, you know, being a part of a legacy of racism, then you get a groundswell. So to see this showing up, not just on Fox News, which we know is a farce and shouldn't even be called Fox News, but to see it showing up in the Wall Street Journal, we're starting to see that this replacement theory and this racism is gaining steam in a very real way. And the New York Times is a part of this mess too. Not this particular story, but a part of carrying forward this type of rhetoric. So keep your eyes open and your head on swivel. And let's be clear, the Silicon Valley Bank going down under had nothing to do with diversity hires being a distraction and everything to do with greed. Mm. Now, speaking of somebody who's not greedy, but is savvy, is Snoop Dogg. Nails, tell him the good news. Tell him the good news. The good news is that Death Row and De La Soul, their music is back on streaming services. The label cataloged the streaming services on March 9th. Now, when he bought it a year ago in February, he pulled the catalog, which includes Doggy Style, Tupac's All Eyes on Me, of course, The Chronic and many others. He, they have not been available on streaming services for a year because he said he didn't feel like the money made sense. He felt like it was a problem in the way that they were actually getting paid. And so he said, nah, but apparently they've come to an understanding and they have returned the Death Row catalog back to the streams. And one of those albums they put back is the soundtrack to the 1994 cinematic classic Above the Rim. Now, some might say, Nails, that this is one of the greatest movie soundtracks of all time. Y'all, let me just tell you some of the songs that are on here. Anything, the all-star remix by SWV. I give you anything. You know, dirty. Wow. Yes. Yes. With the Wu-Tang Clan. Okay. Then... We cannot forget your girl, Lady of Rage. I rock rough and stuff with my Afro puffs. Rage, rock on with your bad self. <laughs> we got Part Time Lover by H Town and Regulate. Warren G and Nate Dogg. Oh, wow, that is Regulator. on that. Yes. Up. It was a clear black night. A clear white moon. Warren G was on the street trying to consume. Yes. So, you know, listen, 21 tracks. Okay. So if you haven't listened to uh, the Above the Rim soundtrack in a long time, this is your opportunity to check it out. You know, for all my young folks 
listening to the show. I am a great resource for you to get some real good 80s, 90s, early 2000s blackness in your life. Okay? Trust me, the nostalgia is strong with this one here at the Amanda Seals Show. So, there, little piece of little piece of trivia that you got today is that Regulate by Warren G and Nate Dogg was actually on the Above the Rim soundtrack in 1994. Hit me up with some of your favorite soundtracks. Let's teach these kids. All right, let's teach the young ends. I know y'all want to hear some good music. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and uh, this 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 video has been circulating around the internet. <laughs> It's As so the person funny. knew it would. <laughs> it's so and, funny. Uh, I so I, I discovered this video and I posted it to my Instagram and it seems like everybody else has posted this video as well. And now you're going to hear it too. Yeah, there's a Republican guest that's chatting with a political commentator, Brianna Joy, and she was using this word woke, just throwing it around, right? But she was asked to define it. Listen to this, how she responded. And Americans consider themselves very liberal and probably fewer of them consider themselves to be woke. And so, you know, when, when well, we talk about traditional... What does that mean to you? Re- c- c- would you mind defining woke? Because it's come up a couple times and I just want to make sure we're on the same page. So, I mean, woke is sort of the idea that um i this is going to be one of those moments that goes viral i mean woke is something that's very hard to define and we've spent an entire chapter defining it it is sort of the understanding that we need to re totally reimagine and we re, re redo society in order to create hierarchies of oppression um sorry i it's it's hard to explain in a fifteen second soundbite. Well, yeah, look, time. You can take your time. You can take your time. You can take your time. Listen, Brianna Joy Gray is also not for play. She has a really, really, really great podcast that you all um, should check out. And you know what? She really, I feel like, was such in her journalist bag right here because she she does what she did on her podcast, Bad Faith, which is like she just said what it needed to be said, which is like, can you just clear this up for us? She has really different guests on her podcast, Bad Faith, um, where, you know, people are, are challenged to talk the truth about what's going on in politics and in different other spaces of, of the world. But here, this person is on the hill. It's, this is rising, which is a part of the hill. And I think this person thought that they were just going to get away nails with just saying whatever <laughs> they really just thought like, Oh, I can just say whatever and nothing's going to happen. And one thing I want to say though, is that I think some people listen to this and said like, Oh, she can't even define it. You know, um, she doesn't even know what it means. And I know like that's how I took it at first. But then as I processed it and synthesized it a bit more, I said to myself, no, it's not that. It's that what they actually mean when they say woke, they know they can't say out loud. Mm-hmm. Because when they say woke, they're usually using it interchangeably with the N word. Right. And ultimately, we know woke to mean someone who is aware of the injustices of black people, as well as others who are a part of oppressed communities. Woke. <laughs> That's it. So when you try to use that as a negative word, what you're saying is, I don't care about the injustices of black people or of other oppressed communities, and I shouldn't have to. Then she said something in there about like the higher, we need to create like hierarchies of oppression. Girl, if you don't be quiet, (laughs) you wrote a whole chapter and you can't explain it. I need you to stop. 
it, I mean, it is what a lot of Republicans are doing right now when they get on these um, these these pedestals and they in front of a microphone, they just throw the word woke around, like you said, to replace the N word. But they can't really define it. And if they do define it, they'll they know that it'll look bad on them because of the actual definition of woke and what it really means. That's it. So there y'all, you know, every time you hear somebody use that word woke, you need to be challenging them. And let's also follow that with CRT. Anytime somebody out here saying the word CRT, be like, what you mean? What is CRT? Mm-hmm. Because they like to throw that one around too. What is it? Mm-hmm. What is it? American so, history is not critical race that. theory. Critical race theory. Ah, <laughs> oh, don't get me started now, please. You know, that's like, you trying to get me set, you know, you trying to set me off, get me on that one. Um, <laughs> but shout out again to commentator, uh, to commentator Brianna Joy Gray for being on her square. Okay. And just saying, Hey, hold up. Can you just explain that? Cause I'm just, I just want to make sure we're on the same page, which <laughs> is corporate email speak for, I know that what you're saying is BS. And so I'd like you to hear yourself say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's in, that's in the same space of, uh, per my previous email. All right, y'all. All right. That is it for Black Here in News. Coming up next, we jump to a relationship topic. A woman ditches a cheap date after he refused to add $3 of cheese to his burger. Yeah, I got to hear more about this. Keep it like right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. And it's time to get into some relationship talk. Nails, this woman's gone viral. She walked yeah. out on a date, but can you tell the people? But why? Yeah, social media clowning her, man. Her name's Daphna Diamant. She was on a date with this man, and she left the date because the man ain't want to pay $3 for an extra slice of cheese. But listen, just listen. Guys, I just got back from a hinge date. Why am I doing this to myself? We are sitting at the restaurant. Seems very nice. Not a catfish. Things are going well. And the waitress comes over. She wants to take her order. And I said, okay, I'm going to take the Branzino. And he said, I'm going to take the burger. And the waitress asked him, do you want some cheese on your burger? And he asked, is this going to be extra? And she says, yes, it's $3 extra. And he said, okay, then never mind. So I got my Branzino. He got his burger. We were eating. And once I was satisfied, I got up. I just paid the bill and walked out of the restaurant and I texted him. So I texted him, the check is taken care of. You should have gotten the cheese. And I blocked him. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, boy. It's hard out here these days, man. Well, you know, it is because like she literally had to go through with like, it's going nice. He's not a catfish. And you're like, dang, like, because that's a possibility. Right. Like yep. that you show up and the person's like, ha, gotcha. You know, um, <laughs> this was kind of a bit much to me, though, because it'd be different if she wanted the cheese on her burger. And mm-hmm. he said, nah, <laughs> that's why I initially but thought like, it was right. Because that would have made more sense. But yeah. like on his burger, if he don't want to pay the extra three dollars, like you just learned that he's frugal. But I don't know that that's enough for you to like walk off a whole date. But maybe that's a deal breaker for her. Maybe she's just like, I don't even I need a man who's down with re- paying three dollars for cheese. Uh, I don't want to jump out there and call her a gold digger. But maybe she is looking for somebody mm. who got money and that's not quote unquote cheap. Yeah. I mean, but I'll tell you what, a lot of people have money because they are cheap. Okay. <laughs> Church. <laughs> <laughs> that's because they don't just have the money that kept it. Cause it's cheap. Okay. That's, 
is a thing. You know what I will say too? And I don't know if I would ever have done this on a date, but you know, this is sometimes where you're just like, I can't pick my, I can't like y'all doing too much. You know, like the other day I was somewhere and they wanted to charge like $11 for some fries. Now I have $11, but I was like, I just can't, I can't, man. I couldn't do it. <laughs> Damn. You must've been at a concert I, or something. You know what I'm saying? Like I told you, and I've said this before on this show, I spent $18 on the hamburger in the Los Angeles international airport five years ago. And I'm still mad about it to this day. <laughs> yeah. So I think there's also that sometimes it's not that you're broke or that you're cheap. It's just that in your mind, you can't reconcile that this thing would cost this much. And so you're just like, I gotta let it go. I was in a Gucci store the other day and they tried to charge $1,100 for a t-shirt that was a crop top, sir. Mm, mm -mm. Where? I don't care that it got a Gucci name on it. I was like, ma'am, I can't do it today. She started cracking up. I was like, I I, I don't know if there is a day where I would be okay with spending $1,100 on a crop top, okay? Because it's the same cotton. It's not Hell, spun got, with gold. I'd rather, even, I'd rather, I wouldn't pay $11 for a pack of black t-shirts from the uh, store on the corner. <laughs> You see? There you go, y'all. <laughs> there you go. Well, hit us up. Do you think she's doing too much? Do you think she's being extra? I don't know. What do y'all think? 1-855-262-6328. That's 1-855-AMANDA-8. Hit us up. Because I know it's hard out here on these dating streets. And I want to hear what y'all got to say. Now, coming up, we're going to go to our phone lines to hear what you got to say about some other stuff. So don't go nowhere. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo, we appreciate you for being tapped in here to the Amanda Seal Show, whether you're listening on the podcast or you're listening at one of our cities of our affiliates. All right. Stay connected with us right now on the phones at 855-AMANDA-8, 855-262-6328. It's Friday, and we always let you jump on our phone lines and comment on any of the topics from during this week. All right. This caller wants to comment on the story on the guy whose parents were neglecting him and his wife for his sibling. Hey, Amanda. Hey, Nails. Just commenting on the um, daughter who said her parents neglected her and everything. I think she was 100% right for posting that video. Uh, I also think she should have pinned it to her story. I think that she and the spouse should have both posted the <laughs> damn thing because you can't keep neglecting a child. It's like they're just making a choice to say, eh, we already have a favorite and we don't really care if it's obvious. Um, just deal with it. And it's not really how it works. Like, if you're going to be neglecting your children, maybe you need to reevaluate the choices that you've made. Anyways, have a good day. Bye. Great answer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not just me posted it up, my spouse too. And we're going to pin it on our, all of our platforms on social media. Listen, we might even share it with the friends, the whole bridal party. <laughs> you know? For real. <laughs> But I guess, you know, I guess what some people are, you know, some people are very, very much like, you know, but those are your parents, but those are your parents. And that, actually, I talk about that on this latest episode of my podcast, Small Doses, uh, Side Effects of Parents. You know, at what point does the conversation with like the way your parents treat you become a two way conversation? Because I think for a lot of folks, they feel like, you know, it's one way. It's your parents. So however they treat you, you need to just accept that and be deal and deal with that. And I think there's been a awakening in, a, in the last, you know, few decades per 
say where people go to therapy and they start to realize like, you know, maybe that's not okay. And, you know, Mm. maybe I need to change how I communicate with my parents and maybe my parents need to change how they communicate with me. And, you know, these are like epiphanies that I think a lot of people didn't feel like they could have in the past about parents, especially if you grew up in a household where it's like uh, honor thy parents means never have any critique of, of the way your parents are treating you. Ooh. So that being said, hit me up, 1-855-MEAN-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. And let me know your thoughts. Now, speaking of uh, someone who is a parent, Michelle Obama, her family felt a sense of responsibility to represent the Black community during the White House years. Yeah. Mm. Duh. <laughs> Plus, I've got things I learned this week coming up on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Amanda Seal show the weekend is here. I mean, you know, Finally. it's like happening. It's 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 turning up. Yes, it's going down. And shout out to everybody who is uh, in Los Angeles. I will be at the Hollywood Improv tomorrow night at 7 p.m. So come by and check me out. I'll be telling some jokes. Uh, I just did an interview with uh, Hollywood Unlocks Jason Lee. And uh, I just, it's so funny because people really will be like, she's not a comedian. I'm like, I, I do stand up every week. <laughs> and people laugh. That's the other part. It'd be different nails if I was getting on the stage and people were just looking at me like, if you was doing the TI. Oh, good try. Go back to radio, you know? Go on back to the mic. I don't back to the radio. But they be laughing. So clearly I, I I am I am a comedian and I am your favorite comedian and common sense specialist if you've been here for a while. So shout out to everybody who has come and checked out a show. Also remember Smart Funny and Black, my black culture comedy game show going down right here in Los Angeles on May 18th. It is going to be a fabulous, hilarious community experience. I know that we've been in a pandemic for a little bit. It, you know what I mean? And I feel like this is the first year, Nails, that we're like really out of it. This is the first yeah. year I feel like folks is like back to normal in a real way. So Outside. if you want to come through, I hope you get your tickets at AmandaSeals.com. AmandaSeals.com for your tickets to Smart, Funny, and Black, May 18th at the Novo in downtown LA. All right. Uh, what do we got coming up this hour? All right. Coming up this hour, man. Shout out to Illinois because some teachers have created their own black history courses. I love this. As somebody who created my own black history, no, it wasn't black history, but my own black studies major. Um, this is really what's going to happen, Nails. This is the future. This is what needs to happen. Folks got to just get proactive and make it happen. And this shouldn't just be for teachers, but parents as well. Speaking of parents, what else we got going on? Oh, Michelle Obama, former first lady. She says that her family felt a big, huge responsibility. And we're going to let you hear it from her herself later this hour. Yes. I think it's odd that this was the responsibility that she, I don't know. I felt like she, I don't know, maybe she was just saying it just to let us know, but I was like, well, yeah, duh. Uh, but <laughs> we're going to check out that. We also got a little, uh, a little life hack for you. And we take, and when we say life hack, we mean life hack, how to set up your iPhone to call for help in emergency situations. We're going to walk you through it. So make sure you check that out and listen to it. All right. We got things I learned this week going on as well. So I will help you out. Well, not help you out, but I will let you know some things that could help you out. Because this things I learned this week, I feel like people want to know, like, how do you get rid of hiccups? 
I don't know if anybody really, really knows a surefire way to get rid of hiccups, but I follow a science page that put me on, and I'm going to put y'all on because that's what I believe. We got to share. We got to share. All right, stick around right here to the Amanda Seals Show. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. Shout out to everybody out in Illinois. We got some some news. Yeah, Illinois, man. These teachers over here doing the damn thing, man. They're creating their own black history courses. So a 1990 Illinois state law requires schools to teach a unit of African-American history, but it lacks enforcement mechanism, right? So they can't really measure it. But there are no required textbooks or curriculum. So teachers like Ashley Kanan, she created her own African-American history plans and pushing her district to strengthen their curriculum. This is polar opposites from states like Florida, Tennessee, and Texas. Yeah, it is. Actually, California has a similar law where our students have to take an ethnicity studies course in order to graduate. It's like a it's a requirement. But, you know, I think uh, it's really important to note, though, that even though the law is in place in Illinois, like you said, like you said, it's not enforced. Right. Mm-hmm. So there isn't anyone tracking it saying like, hey, are you guys making sure that you're doing this? But uh, the uh, the Black History Curriculum Task Force, which was created in 2018, like they recommended that black history be woven into U.S. history courses. Nails, I don't understand how you can teach U.S. history. Right. Without, without teaching black <laughs> exactly. history. We've been here the whole time. Like the whole time. We built the, it <laughs> the whole time. Crispus Attucks is a black man who died like during the Boston Tea Party. <laughs> like we've been here the whole time. So to make this like need to infuse, it's already infused. It's already there. We're already like we are a part of it. You have to try. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to try to not talk about black people in order to talk about U.S. history. So I think this is a. Uh, Really dope that these teachers are putting this together and making a force with it. And remember, you know, just all of y'all who are in those states where this is a stark contrast to, right? Like Florida, Tennessee, Texas, where the legislators have passed anti-critical race theory bills, BS. Um, you got to teach at home. Mm-hmm. You got to teach at home. And you know what, Nails? So, you know, I have friends in a lot of different cultural spaces, right? So like my stepsister, well, I don't like the word step, but my sisters, they their mother is Muslim. So they went to... Arabic school on weekends, right? A lot of Jewish kids go to Hebrew school on weekends. And, uh, you know, like my next door neighbor, she's Persian. She went to Persian school and it wasn't just about learning a language. It was learning culture. It was learning history. It was learning values, et cetera. We need to be doing that with our kids on the weekends. We need to have, you know, the, uh, the curriculum created in the way that we need to in the way that it's lacking in schools. And we need to, as parents, put our children in those spaces if the schools are not going to. And I think not enough people um, are feeling enforced or or feeling encouraged to do that. But we got to. It's the only way. We got to educate our own. Because it ain't happening in the schools. Correct. All right. So Michelle Obama, you know, this was a statement that I thought was obvious. Yeah, she was um, promoting her new book, The Light We Carry, and she opened up a little bit more. She said that when her and her family were in the White House, they felt the responsibility to represent the black family. Listen to this. It was no accident that the administration was scandal free. It was no accident that, you know, 
that our, our children had to show up right in the world. They carried a burden of making sure they weren't messy because it wouldn't have been laughed off. It wouldn't have been just, oh, it's youthful, whatever. It would have been some bigger statement about the soul of black folks. <laughs> so we didn't underestimate that, but that, that weight is exhausting when you're carrying that. Well, it was that one scandal though on Easter when he wore that tan suit. <laughs> That tan suit. Mm -hmm. Lucky, you know, lucky she wasn't over there, you know, wearing a tan dress. I mean, it would have been OD. I, I was actually very surprised by this. Uh, that I, I guess, how do I put it? I guess I was surprised because I just felt like that was such a high office that it would have felt less like a burden and more like an honor. But I guess at the end of the day, you know, people are people, right? And even though she's in this position, she's still just a human being. Um, but, you know, really, I think that it's the way that a lot of black folks feel when they're in spaces where especially they're the, the few black people there, you know, or they are, um, you know, they've been granted access, et cetera, et cetera. The irony that we're talking about this and we mentioned teachers earlier in this break. Right. We were talking about teachers helping their students. I remember my my teacher, Jamie Robinson, when I was in high school, the black male teacher that I had. He told me himself, when you go off to college and stuff, you're going to have to be 10 times better than your white counterparts because they're going to look for you to mess up. They're going to look for you to mess up because you're black. Right. And that's exactly what we're seeing right here. I mean, we've all been given that speech. You know what yep. I'm saying? We've all been given that speech. Even Olivia Pope was given that speech by her shady father. Wow. Olivia Pope. Scandal. Scandal. Wow. <laughs> Classic. Scandal. So there's that. There is that. You can get uh, Michelle Obama's book in sale in stores now, The Light We Carry. And you know what? While we're here, I just want to remind y'all, I have a book called Small Doses that is in stores now. And I wrote my book. I just want to remind y'all that I wrote my book. I'm not sure if Michelle wrote her book or if she had a ghostwriter, but I feel like a lot of people have ghostwriters and I did not know this. <laughs> and I did not have a ghostwriter. Like I wrote all 320 pages of my book, y'all. How do I know that? Because I'm still tired. Because I just started my new book and I just was like, oh, man, we about to start this again. Like, So there you have it. Well, coming up next, we want to let y'all know how to set your iPhone up to call for help in emergency situations. So keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I learned this week. There's a lot you can learn from this. Yeah. Welcome back. Freaky Friday over here on the Amanda Seals Show. Your boy Nails hanging out with you right now at DJ Nails with a Z on all social media at Amanda Seals on all social media. It is time for Amanda to put us up on game with the things that she learned this week with the feature Things I Learned This Week. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. So the first thing I learned this week, I don't know if y'all know this, but did you know that Lyft gives free rides to job interviews and to work during a new hire's first three weeks? This is now in 29 cities and it's in partnership with United Way and Goodwill. They're offering rides to job interviews, job training sites and or jobs for those in need. And the program aims to knock down barriers for people who can't afford transportation, especially those with jobs in rural areas with jobs that are not close to public transportation. So Goodwill sites also now offer rides for criminal record expungement services and or to pick up internet hotspots donated by Indeed. So you can also get rides for those two purposes as well. The program started back in 2019, but it's expanded locations where it's offered. And I'm going to tell you some of the cities. Shout out. We got Akron, Ohio, uh, Columbus, Ohio, because I know y'all are listening. It's also in uh, Houston, Texas. I know Texas, y'all are listening. We also have it. They also have it, sorry, in um, Washington, D.C. It is also available in Los Angeles, in New Orleans, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and also Charlotte, North Carolina. And a lot of y'all are our affiliate cities. So that's really something I think that y'all can utilize. So make sure you check that out. It is Lyft giving free rides. And I love that. Now, something else that I learned this week is a reliable way to get rid of hiccups. (laughs) Okay. Now, usually when I have the hiccups, what I do is I take a glass and I put my mouth on the opposite end of the glass, not the one closest to me, but the opposite end. And then I drink from that side. And that's supposed to be like drinking upside down. I would say it works about 65% of the time, first time. Hmm. And then I got to do it a couple more times. However, um, this scientist, this neuroscientist, Andrew D. Huberman says, if you have hiccups, hiccups are a frenetic nerve to diaphragm spasm. To de-spasm that circuit, inhale as much as you can through your nose, three times with no exhales in between. So <laughs> then hold your breath for 15 to 30 seconds. I'm not going to do it because we're on radio, but then you slowly exhale via your mouth. And that is supposedly what will get rid of your hiccups. Now, I know that a lot of people didn't know that. And I know that a lot of people be going through the hiccup struggle on a regular basis. So I definitely want to hit y'all with that one. Now, what I also learned this week is that the movie Love Jones, the classic movie Love Jones, the independent love story starring Lorenz Tate and Nia Long, originally was going to star Lorenz Tate and Jada Pinkett Smith. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the writer and director, Theater Witcher, apparently said that he had Jada in mind. And that would have been a whole different vibe. It really would have been a whole different vibe. Shout out to Lorenz Tate, by the way, because I saw him the other day at an event and he does not age. He is a complete vampire and it is <laughs> his wife is also very lovely and another vampire. So there's just two vampires living their best lives, living their best lives. So that is my things I learned this week. I would love for you all to share with me anything that you learned this week. So please give me a call. 1-855-AMANDA8 right here at the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back with more show. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's Friday over here at the Amanda Seal Show. And thanks so much for listening, man. DJ Nails right here. Let's go to the phone lines real quick uh, at 855-AMANDA-8. Again, 855-262-6328. Hey, Amanda. 
This is Tyler from the suburbs of Philadelphia. And I just wanted to call to really tell you, girl, I tuned in for all two hours and 21 minutes of your interview with Jason Lee. And I listened to Small Doses. I'm glad that you are working on your YouTube content. Like, I just want to say I'm proud of you. I've been supporting you for a long, long time. And I really enjoyed your interview with Jason Lee because, girl, yes, stand up for us. Just keep talking about the things that people don't want brought to surface because how else are we going to continue to move forward as a people? I really love listening to you anytime you post any content. Thanks, girl. Keep it up. Have a great day. She said, Thank you so much. She listened to all two hours and 20 (laughs) minutes. That is dedication. I appreciate you. You really had me on that couch for a long time. I took my shoes off. Like, I got comfortable. You're, I got comfortable. Let me tell you, Jason is messy. So you will get comfortable and then he'll get messy. And if you're not paying attention, next thing you know, you talk and mess about somebody and you forget we're in a whole interview. This mm-hmm. is a whole interview. So mm-hmm. I had to be really like on my tippies, on my toes. I had to be definitely <laughs> on my toes. But thank you so much. So glad that you enjoyed the interview. Somebody in the comments was like, oh, I'm really surprised that Amanda would do this interview. Like Jason seems like so opposite of her. But ultimately, I mean, Jason's an interviewer. <laughs> and I will say this. I don't feel like he's he's messy, but he's not duplicitous. That's the difference. Like He's messy and you, you're seeing it happen and you can choose whether or not you want to engage. What I don't like is the people who are shady and shifty, you know, mm. and they're doing the messy stuff and then getting you caught up in it and then acting like, I don't know what happened. Nah, that's what I'm not with. That's so shout out to Jason Lee and uh, Hollywood Unlocked. Yeah, it's still curious. I don't like it. Shout out to Jason and uh, Hollywood Unlocked and Revolt TV. You can check me out on the Jason Lee Show this week. All right, we got more Amanda Seal Show for you when we get back. 21 South Carolina GOP lawmakers have proposed the death penalty for women who have abortions. I hate it here! We'll talk about it when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. Shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. Amanda Seal Show. Seal said it, y'all. We up, we up, we up. We are up, y'all. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's the Friday edition of the show, and we got much stuff coming up. We got more stuff coming at you this hour. Also, want to remind you that if you are interested in working with my company, Smart Funny and Black Productions, we have a residency program that we put on every year. And this is our fourth year. And we'll be taking applications till March 31st. Now, we have four different tracks that you can be involved in. Graphic artist, digital marketing, editing, and comedy writing. All you got to do is put in an application and there's an interview process. And hopefully you get to be a part of our residency program where you're going to be networking working with other folks and you'll be having access to uh, master classes with industry leaders as well as building your own portfolio and at the end of the day guess what I'd be hiring out of my residency program so you might even get a whole job but listen it's really about folks who may have not just a career goal in mind but also a passion so don't be afraid don't be afraid to apply go to amandaseals.com before March 31st put in your application hopefully you will be a part of this year's class of the smart funny and black productions residency program 
All right, DJ Nails, what do we got coming up for Black Hero News? Well, 21 South Carolina GOP lawmakers propose one of the most obscene and wild penalties for a woman who gets an abortion down in their state. You got to hear that this hour. Every time we think South Carolina... Remember, weren't we just saying something positive about South Carolina the other day? <laughs> yeah. South Carolina did something positive. <laughs> I can't even remember what it was, but like, oh, wow. And now it's like, aha, gotcha. All right. <laughs> what else we got going on? Venus uh, Williams, she stepped uh, She stepped in to help one of our legends in our culture. Their childhood home is going to be preserved because of these efforts. And I love this, and I love the person that they're talking about, so I can't wait to share this story with you as well. Also, Kirk Franklin says we got to bring back real names. We're going to tell you what he means by real names, and y'all going to have a real laugh. So stick around for that. All right, we got more for you right here at the Amanda Seals Show, and you can stay connected with us on social media at Seals Said It, as well as give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Listen, laugh, and learn. Are there any shows you've been watching? y'all welcome back to the amanda seal show happy friday and everybody out there who's having a good weekend already shout to you everybody who's getting ready to have a good weekend be safe and i hope you have a good time and you know get some relaxation or get some good hang time with your peoples or your family you know what i mean um all right so we've got some black hair news to put you on to nails tell the people what we're talking about in in obscene news man 21 south carolina republican lawmakers they proposed a bill that would make it capital offenses for a woman to have an abortion in their state. No exceptions for rape or incest, but it allows for life-saving measures. But capital punishment is the death penalty, Amanda, in 2023. Yes, it's dis- it's disgusting is what it is. The truth of the matter is that it's one thing to have all of these men making decisions about our bodies. It's another thing to then have them saying that if we make a decision about our body that they don't agree with and that the law doesn't agree with, it is a death worthy decision. Um, That is egregious beyond my scope of comprehension. And, you know, but we're seeing, we're just seeing how this, this, this um, abortion issue has taken on just a life of its own. It's, I mean, really, I mean, I guess pun intended, And I just saw like this Wisconsin state representative, Donna Rosar, say at a press conference. So this is like in front of people in microphones. She said that, you know, she would like to introduce a bill that would add rape and incest exemptions to their 1849 abortion ban because she feels that she knows a friend who was raped and carried the baby to term and had the baby and the baby was adopted. So because she has a friend who had a positive outcome. And by the way, like calling that a positive outcome is a reach. Mm-hmm. But because she had a friend who was able to do that, then she feels like everybody should be able to do that. And I feel like if you are, if you are raped, that means that someone had sex and impregnated you against your will, yep. right? A man had sex and impregnated you against your will. And now you aren't even given the choice to not see that to a full term. So that means that you had sex against your will. Now you have to have a baby against your will. Right. Right. What? And all this is because they just want to have more white babies. 
And baby, it's not going to make a difference. It's not going to make a difference how many white babies you have in this world. Because at the end of the day, you're ruining the earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, you're literally, you're, you're making people have all these kids at the same time that you're rolling back regulations and drilling places and cr- churning up all the, all the warmth on the greenhouse effects. So I just, I'm like, I don't know what the end game is here. They care about the babies. They're trying until to build an army of school. white walkers. Yeah, they, they care they about, the care about the babies then. They don't even care about the baby. Yeah, they, I don't even think they even care that long because like they're not helping people pay for daycare. Yeah, you're right. Uh, we got to talk about share. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Legendary share. She got her new younger mm-hmm. boyfriend. Uh, the music exec. I mean, he got his own bread or whatnot. His name's Alexander Edwards. He goes by A. Well, her close circle is worried because she's spending a lot of her millions of dollars on her relationship and his lifestyle. Mind you, she's worth $360 million and her circle is seeing it dwindling. <laughs> I mean, what does that even mean, dwindling? Okay, I'm saying, do you know how much you have to spend to, to dwindle $360 million? Right. Like, I just feel like... I don't know. They might be they might be actually just feeling salty that she wasn't splurging on them the way she's splurging on him. Boom. (laughs) But they're also probably not doing the things. And they also, you know, they're not giving her no chocolate love. (laughs) (laughs) Say that. Say that. (laughs) You know, and she apparently she's dressing him up in the best clothes. She's paying for dinner. She's paying for limos. Who's taking limos still? Sharon A.E. And, you know, apparently it's putting a hole through her bank account. I don't know. I feel like it might be a hole, but it's more size. It's more like a nine millimeter hole versus a shotgun. Right, right. And, and shout out to her friends for, for having her back and counting up. I mean, not counting her pockets, but having her back and looking out for this aspect of it. But damn, counting the girl pockets, man, that's something different. <laughs> They're not your friends if we're hearing about it, because that Hello. means that they brought it to the rest. <laughs> exactly. And exactly. That's embarrassing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you bringing that to the press, you're trying to embarrass me. So I hope she finds out who it was that spilled it and make sure that she gets them out the circle because they should not get any splurgy. No, <laughs> any no splurgy? On them. <laughs> no splurgy. <laughs> Cut the splurgy. Coming up next, Kirk Franklin has something to say about bringing back real names. And we gonna talk about it. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and I am an avid TV watcher. I love television. Okay. I try and watch as much as I can. Uh, but honestly, Nails, there's not a lot of shows that really like hold me mm-hmm. like that. Um, what have you been watching lately? I've been watching this show called You. A lot of people have been telling me about it. I know I'm not up to date, but I just finished season one. I'm like on episode three of season two. But then I binge watched last week. I binge watched this show called The Last of Us. That's on HBO. Oh, my God. I'm addicted. See, I'm ready. I can't watch you. I don't know. I just feel like that's not my cup of tea. But The Last of Us, I don't know how you binge watched that show. That is a tough one. That's hard. 
and, and I didn't even know it was a game. Apparently it was a game like early, like 2013 mm-hmm. or something like that. A lot of people were telling me about it and I, I didn't even play the game. Like I'm just watching the show as a TV watcher and I just have not stopped. I just binge watched the whole season and then caught the finale on Sunday live. Um, apparently it's actually very close to the game too. And I've been watching like the after show because they have the creators talking about the episodes and they said that their rule is that if the story is going to deviate and be better than the game, then they do it. But otherwise they're really sticking to the script. So that's something I've been watching on HBO, uh, HBO max. And of course it's Pedro Pascal who is incredible. You've seen him in that show. You've seen him in Narcos and you've seen him in this other show that I've been watching. Mandalorian, it's back. Baby Yoda, <laughs> Baby Yoda is back. Baby Yoda sits right here oh, at wow. my desk you got when Baby we do this radio show. <laughs> yes, Grogu. <laughs> Mandalorian, and it's coming back. Uh, I love Mandalorian. And it's executive produced by Rick Fumiyawa, who a lot of people may not know was the director who directed the movie Fresh. Rick Fumiyawa also, um, we, I'm going to tell y'all right now, Rick Fumiyawa also, the creator and director of The Wood. Yeah. Oh. Of The Wood. And are you ready? Brown Sugar. Yes. What? Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. As well. Yes. As well as Talk to Me. Shout out to all my radio heads. Talk to Me, starring Chiwetel Ejiofor and uh, John Cheadle, who, by the way, I follows see. me on Instagram and commented on my post this week. No big deal. No big deal. MBD, MBD. Oh. Um, but talk to me all about the legendary radio host, PD Green. So, Rick Fumiyawa. I mean, Fumihiwa is, um, I'm, I don't imagine that I'm pronouncing this name correctly, but he is executive producing. That's a big that's, deal. We got a dope. black man executive producing a Star Wars series on Disney. What? That's dope. That's so dope. anywho's, I love Mandalorian. This is the oh. way. Another show I've been watching as well. You put me on this one. It's called, um, it's called Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders by the order of the Peaky Blinders. <laughs> How far into it are you? I'm only like like 20 something minutes into the first episode, but I started early today. Oh, you've done nothing. You've done nothing. <laughs> Listen, if you want to get into Peaky Blinders, you got to watch the first three episodes. All right. That's what you've got to do. You got to watch the first three episodes of Peaky Blinders. I, yeah, I, I, I've told y'all I'm obsessed with this show. My mom gave Devon a pocket watch. <laughs> Golly. For his birthday. <laughs> yeah. And it's very serious. We're all obsessed with Peaky Blinders and the Shelby families. Shout out to television because it keeps some of us, like me, very sane in a world that is blowing up to pieces. So if you're bored this weekend, there's some shows you can check out. The Last of Us, Peaky Blinders, You, Mandalorian. And you know what? Hit me up and let me know any shows that you've been really enjoying. one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. We have uh, Candy Burris on my podcast next week, and she has a new show, SWV versus uh, Escape, that's out right now. And I'll be doing a reaction video to that show because I know people have been asking. So look out for that on the AmandaBurris.com as well as on my podcast. I mean, on my uh, YouTube, Amanda Seals TV. All right. We got more for you because we got a caller when we get back. Let's take to the phone lines here at the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Hope y'all got us turned up in your car or in your house or your office, wherever you listen to us on your podcast. This is the Amanda Seals Show. Your boy Nails right here, and that's Amanda Seals. You can keep hauling us up, man. 855-262-6328. 855-AMANDA-8. Let's go to the phone lines real quick because we got more calls on the story of the lady who saw her same position being posted 
for $35,000 more. You know, I'm in the same position um, at my job where I'm being paid less than someone who doesn't even have any experience um, as much as I do. And it just, it, it makes you feel like underappreciated. And you come in and you do your job every day, but people still getting paid more than you. It just doesn't really make sense. Corporate America, is that. Man. Corporate America is like, and and we, I feel like we're always trying to make it make sense. We're always trying to make corporate America make sense when they just be making up rules as they go along. Mm-hmm. You know, like they just <laughs> making up stuff. Like I have my own company and there's been stuff that I have been able to use from corporate America to help with our efficiency, like certain systems and just like practices. But I really try my best to make sure that like my company doesn't have the same level of like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I don't feel like things aren't clear in companies. You know, they'd be mm-hmm. trying to separate people and don't talk to this people and don't talk to that people and don't talk to that group. And, you know, it feels like the, 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 the goalpost is always changing. You're like, well, what am I like? What am I actually supposed to be doing? And I feel like you can never talk to the boss. Um, one thing yeah. I love about working at radio one is that like, I can talk to the boss. Like I can get you to him. I can text me. him and he'll respond like, <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's just like not the way it is in a lot of places. So it's really a doozy, but thank you for calling us up and sharing your thoughts. One eight five five Amanda eight is the number that's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Coming up next, we got more show for you. So don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seals show. The Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up. Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Shout out to everybody who's getting ready for the weekend. I hope y'all have a good, safe time, okay? Or just have a good, relaxing weekend and just like kick back. I mean, chillax. If you are out here in Los Angeles, you can check me out tomorrow night, 7 p.m. at the Hollywood Improv. I'll be telling some jokes. So come by and have a laugh with me. DJ Nails, what are you doing this weekend? I'm in March Madness mode this weekend. You know, sports betting is legal where I'm at, so I'm going to be up here trying to make these parlays flip. (laughs) I hear that. All right. Get the parlays to flip. All right. Let's get into some Black Heart News. What's going on? All right. Our first story uh, is a sad one right here, man. A black man was found dead after he said white men were chasing him, and his family wants a federal investigation on his death. Mm, They should, because this story has been coming across my timeline and it really is just uh, incredibly infuriating yeah. um, that they're even having to go this route in order to gain attention for this because the police have not been. So we're going to get into that. Uh, also, we got the phones wrapped up. Uh, we're going to wrap up one of this week's biggest topics. Ladies, you responded when you said, uh, when we asked, would you marry someone who is unemployed? And we've been talking about it all week, and we're going to wrap up that combo with some more calls. Also, we have my feature, Things I Learned This Week. So you're going to get a chance to hear some of the things that I learned this week, like how to get rid of hiccups. Uh-huh. I know. <laughs> yeah. it's, just, it's It's been a mystery. I'm going to clear it up for you. Now, remember to stay connected with us 24-7 on all socials at Seal Said It, and give us a call at one 855 8 that's one 855 Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. 
What's good, y'all? Welcome back. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and I'm um, here with DJ Nails, and we've got some some really, you know, horrifying Blackbeard news, but we got to tell these stories because if we don't tell them, then they won't get heard. Yep, yep, especially this one right here. A brother named uh, Rashim Carter, his family is asking for the federal investigation because this brother right here was reported missing on October 2nd after his mom said he called police for assistance before calling her. And he was panicking that white, the three white men and three white trucks were chasing him and they were screaming racial slurs at him and everything. And we've seen this up on our timeline. His body was found. It, it remains just dismembered uh, out in Taylorville, Taylorville, Mississippi. The sheriff's department said they did a little investigation. They said they have no reason to suspect foul play. Come on now. They probably did it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if we talking. That's that's uh, and I'm telling you, I don't want to go into the grisly details, but I mean, like Nail said, his body was not even intact. Exactly. And yet the police are saying they don't suspect foul play. What you think he was fighting the deer? I mean, what 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 are we talking about? So the uh, <laughs> the Carter family members and their attorney, civil rights lawyer Benjamin Crump, they've blasted the local government for stalling the investigation for over four months. Remember, this body, he went missing in October of last year. We are in March now. Um, he was clearly the victim of a crime and in many possibilities, a vicious hate crime. The fact that he called the police said that people were chasing him in trucks. White men were chasing him in trucks. This just brings me back to Ahmaud Arbery. That's what this brings me yep. back to, which of course brings us back to the history in this country of white men vigilantes killing black men. And now we also know that this is in Mississippi. Well, we all know about Mississippi. Okay, we talked about Nina Simone earlier, and she has a song that literally says, everybody knows about Mississippi. Damn, because we all know that Mississippi is incredibly violently racist. Okay, so uh, this is really scary. And, um, you know, it's 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 an ongoing story and we're going to keep you informed when we get more information and we're going to keep their family in our prayers and we are going to keep lifting this story up and amplifying it because it needs to be addressed. Now, coming up next, would you marry a man who's unemployed? Well, we got your calls right here at the Amanda Seals Show. Stick around. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Thanks so much for listening to the Amanda Seals Show. And we always love when you stay connected with us, whether it's social media at Seal Said It or it's on these phone lines at 855-Amanda, 855-262-6328. Let's get to your comments real quick over here on the phone lines. Would you marry someone who was unemployed? 75% of women said no. 855-Amanda-8. What would you say? Hey, Amanda, this is Lori. And I have to say absolutely not. Um, employment has to do with, you know, affects a person's self-esteem, um, and their, um, you know, just their mm. mental well-being. And so if he's not in a good place and not confident and not able to sustain himself, that would not be a good fit for me. And I don't believe that other women should marry a man that's unemployed either. Hey, Amanda. Unemployed is a tough subject because it's like everybody's living situation is a little bit different, life situation, family situation. So it kind of depends on the person's life situation. Like, not every unemployed person is in the same boat. So I just want to state my opinion. Hi, Amanda. My name is Janine. I actually married my spouse while I was unemployed. And I was so 
happy to have the support of my now husband who was willing to really rearrange his finances so that I could be my best self. Now we've been married. We have three beautiful children, and it has made us stronger for it. Hi, Amanda. This is Asia. Generally speaking, I would say no. However, there are circumstances where I would consider it being that the person had a specific skill set or had been in um, the workforce for a very long time, they had like shifts in the company um, personnel and just things happen. I mean, maybe. <laughs> she said maybe. I mean, maybe. <laughs> maybe. You know, listen, I think it's really just to each their own. Um, the irony of this is that, right, I feel like this is very gender based. Like, I don't feel like a lot of men would care if the girl or the woman, the woman, I should say, in their life doesn't have a job. So- <laughs> true. That's that's true. That's true. Because a lot of men who listen. I think they, some they, men would they, prefer. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> it's just I, I think this generation right now, like, uh, you, you know, how we had this conversation on previous episodes of the show where people were like what the definition of a man is. And a lot of the men were saying that they were the provider of the household, etc. So, you know, that says it right there. We'll be right here with more Amanda Seal show when we get back. The Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up. We are out of here. It is time for the weekend. Time for the weekend. If you're sitting around this weekend looking for something to do, make sure you check out the latest episode of my podcast, Small Doses. Our newest episode, Side Effects of Parents, just went up wherever you get your podcast. You can also watch it on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. Also, don't forget to check out TheAmandaVerse.com. That's my Patreon. So if you want a little bit more, Amanda, also, we've got a lot more small doses. You can go to TheAmandaVerse.com and get you some exclusive content and an ad-free ad free episodes of the podcast. We also have behind-the-scenes footage of different events. And, you know, we just had the Oscars. So you all will get to see my Oscars fashion commentary. Part one, because part two is coming later because actually the Oscars wasn't really like that hot with the fashions. It was the Vanity Fair Oscar party that really gave you the looks, okay? But if you want to get all of that good stuff, then all you got to do is pay your $5 a month and go to theamandaverse.com. So let's sign off your nails. I mean, we had a lot of things we talked about this week. Please keep them calls coming in. one 855 8 That's one 262 What do we got coming up this week on Monday? All right, but we're back Monday with more Black Red News plus the Big Up Let Down, Black Around the World, and your calls on the Amanda Seal Show. By the way, if you missed any part of this show or any other episodes of the show, make sure you check out the latest editions of the Amanda Seal Show podcast available wherever you get your podcast, and stay connected with us on social media at Seals Said It again at Seals Said It. All right, have yourself a great weekend and happy March Madness, fellas. All right, y'all. Happy March Madness. I will wish you all a great weekend as well. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Deuce. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.